listening to On Air with Doug, Jen, and Victoria. Magic! Yes, this is a magical romp through the world, courtesy of the perspectives of Doug, Jen, and Victoria. It's a seven past the hour. Wednesday was yesterday. Good job, Thursday. Dougie. You get a gold star <laughs> yeah, today. Is and tomorrow is Thursday. Friday. Oh. Already. Okay, so here's a, philo- here's a theory. I don't know if it's a philosophy. Here's a theory I have. Lots of talk about the earthquake in Italy. Not much talk about the earthquake in Myanmar. Look at the color of the skin of the people that live in Italy, and then look at the color of the skin of the people that live in Myanmar. Well, how bad uh, is how bad is is sorry, I say Myanmar. How 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 bad Myanmar, is that? Myanmar, com- yeah, compared to Myanmar. Italy. How bad it's, is it? Yeah, it's not as severe, right? Well, it's because well, there's not as many people around. It was a big it was a big earthquake, but I think the story for Italy is that there are far fewer earthquakes that impact Italy, and a whole town was destroyed because. There's just no infrastructure there. There's just less destruction. So am probably. I just being a troublemaker by suggesting? Yeah. The yes. Thing? Okay. <laughs> we already have enough racial stuff going on. Let's just skip yeah. that today. All right. Let's give a uh, hip hip array to Singapore as long as we're traveling around the world. Today, they have the first self-driving taxis being used. People can use their smartphone to direct the taxi. There's something really wrong with all of that. What is what is what are the roads like in Singapore? Because I Not think particularly good. <laughs> I think of movies I've seen in like India and stuff where yeah. I would be terrified yeah. to drive there. Singapore. I don't know if it's anything like that in Singapore. No, I thought Singapore it, was very it's, modernized. It, there are parts of it that are. If you remember the one of the Indiana Jones movies, uh, there was a portion of it done in one of Singapore's cities. I'm trying to remember which one it was. The kid driving the car. I think it was the second one. Uh, and that, you know, it's it's a, yeah, it is really actually, that's unfair to say the whole place is kind of backward because it's not. Yeah. Uh, but there are places. You're right. I'm looking at pictures of the roads now and it looks like here. Everything's yeah. super modern. Yeah, Which, like to be fair, I still wouldn't want self-driving taxis here. Yeah. In the cities, it's fine. Out in the country, yeah, it's like being in China. The, uh, the eastern cities in China, all of them along the eastern rim, uh, from Beijing down, I mean, any city you go to in eastern China is great. You go inland about a thousand miles, or better yet, you go inland three, uh, two, three thousand miles, and it is like uh, you're on another planet. There's no infrastructure. There's no nobody. There, these people just live scattered all over the place. There's no government. There's no city. There's no. Con- it's just they just live out in the middle of nowhere. And uh, that's kind of the way it is in Singapore to a point. There's some uh, you wouldn't think that the, it was the same city. I'm sorry, it was the same country. Uh, comparing that is what is where most of the people live, and where very few people live. And to be fair, out there in the areas in China, I'm talking about, it's close to Siberia, and it's really almost uninhabitable. People like living on the moon. Mm. Uh, so anyway, uh, that's. Uh, why did um, why did the soccer league suspend Hope Solo? Six months suspension. What'd she do? She called the, she called out the sweet the Swedish team and called them cowards. Basically, Are they? basically she's a bad loser. Is oh. what happened. But I think this isn't just because of that. From what I've seen, it's also taking into account the fact that she was arrested on a suspected DUI with her husband in a. Uh soccer like team vehicle and right. also for domestic violence against her sister and her nephew yeah, last year which they didn't went, prove but she's been very in the news for she's some been not great things yeah really she right. went a little whack i don't know what happened hmm. well that's too bad she's it's a name that's well known though right yeah oh yeah. absolutely oh, she's phenomenal as a soccer yeah. goalie yeah and please she's han's sister i mean <laughs> really the, uh, something missing there. Okay. Yoda. Um, prison news. <laughs> Weren't we doing something with Yoda? <laughs> yeah, we, we changed our... We, the paddle has changed now. Uh, this is from the uh, latest in the uh, national magazine, Prisons Today. The story about ramen noodles. Mm. 
that may be surpassing cigarettes as the most valuable commodity in prison. Study at the University of Arizona by the Arizona prisons, the lack of ramen noodles serves a dual purpose. On one hand, they're being used as money and exchanged among prisoners for things like other food and clothing and cleaning services. <laughs> I got even some ramen. <laughs> as poker chips. But ramen in particular is used because it's considered a tasty, cheap, and calorie-dense food at a time when prison food budgets have been cut. Well, and it also is very salty, and I would imagine, I don't yeah. know about prison food because... To really? my credit, never I've never had to eat any Good of it. For you. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I know. It's early. But I would imagine it probably lacks flavor just from what you, you hear and see in the movies and on TV. So maybe right. the ramen noodles, because they're so salty, probably yeah. provide something. Plus, all you need is a cup of warm water, right? You could, like, yeah. dissolve away. All I know about prison food is when Paris Hilton got out of jail after whatever it was, a few months, and uh, she said that it was gross bologna sandwiches every day. <laughs> I do remember that. <laughs> remember that? <laughs> well, so what are they doing with the money? It costs $40,000 a year to keep somebody in the slammer. What the heck are they doing with the dough? If they're only Great serving question. This yep. one particular uh, prison that they were studying has three meals a day, uh, but they aren't all... They're not hot. Like one if prison, I lived without any luxury, bologna sandwiches. <laughs> if I lived without any luxury and just lived in my house, it wouldn't cost me forty thousand dollars every year, right? Yeah. I mean, right. Yeah. Think about it. If you, you got to make a, a mortgage place, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Well, we have this whole concocted weird thing about prisons. Anyway, uh, the the prison system in our country is so messed up, and what it's the prisons and the whether public or private, here's another uh, item from the same magazine. Justice Department plans to stop using private prisons. Story actually in yesterday's Washington Post. The move doesn't mean private prisons will be shut down. Officials are instructed to decline or significantly reduce their contracts when they come up for renewal. This is federal stuff. Uh, the deputy attorney general says private prisons compare poorly to public operated ones and don't save money. Man, if they compare poorly, it must be awful because the prison system run by the government sucks. So well, how say, bad? I guess, yeah, I mean, if, if they, well, the private, I think the criticism on the private prisons is that they're basically just cash cows for the people who own them. Yeah. And they're keeping people in longer. They're stacking people, like, you know, in multiple bunk beds and stacking them on top of each other like sardines just well, to get more money. Well, but if you've committed a crime, why do we have to treat you so well? I agree with you. Why do we have to? Why are we worried whether they sleep? As long as your basic human right, your basic human needs are being met. I mean, yeah. do we need to make them fancy? Yeah. No, well, I don't think they need to be fancy. And by the but way, if the government is paying for this, and they're paying private prisons, and the prisons are keeping people in there longer. Then, I mean, if, well, if, if we're spending, but if we're person. spending, right? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So we could yeah. save money by taking them away from private prisons. But then we'd have to build new prisons because all the prisons are overcrowded now. That's why they use private prisons in the first place, because the public prisons are all overcrowded. We've got too many people in jail who ought not to be there. I mean, this, is, this isn't something you just say, all right, let's stop doing this, without rationally thinking it through and coming up with a plan. You don't just close them because there's you know, some irregularity in their books. Come on. If we I have per- yeah, I agree. I personally don't think that white-collar prison should exist. Right. Bernie Madoff should be teaching class somewhere and taking yeah. accounting. They should have and taken all, all his money away from all, him. He's yeah. still got millions. Yeah. Why Take it all away from and him. And if you're and a hacker, then then they should be putting you to good use. Right. Put and, him and to I mean, work. House arrest or whatever. They all have mansions, so put an ankle bracelet on them. Make them do some good for the rest of the community. Yeah. This country. your drug dealer, go sell EpiPens. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a solution. 16 past the hour. Rev it up and bury the needle at Victory Motorcycles Redline Sales Event. Get rebates up to $2,500 or payments as low as $99 a month on a new V-twin-powered Victory Motorcycle. Now is the time to own the big-wheeled Magnum Bagger or the liquid-cooled Octane, the most powerful Victory ever built. Offers valid in the U.S. and Canada, subject to credit approval, and valid on new 2014 through 2016 models and on 2017 Victory Octanes. Good through 831.16. Certain restrictions and exclusions apply. See dealer for details. 
Welcome to Staples. Staples guy. I need some more school supplies for my son. Staples has everything you need for back to school at low prices every day. Great. He needs lots of mechanical pencils. Your son a big writer? No, a big loser. Uh, what? He loses pencils, backpacks, everything. There's got to be another word we can use. Back to school supplies are back for more. Staples has everything you need for back to school at low prices every day. Like 12 packs of mechanical pencils for just 75 cents. Staples, make more happen. While supplies last, ends 917, limit 30 in store, 10 online. If you run a business, plumbing, HVAC, or construction, you know that some bands are too small, others too big. That's where the Mercedes-Benz Metris comes in. With unmatched safety features, a 2,500 two-pound payload, and enough cargo space to hold over 60 sheets of 4x8 drywall, it's big enough for the job. Yet it's small enough to fit in your garage. It has a service interval of up to 15,000 miles and the highest residual value in its class, according to ALG. During the Metris Summer Savings Event, save $3,000 on all 2016 Mercedes-Benz Metris models. Mercedes-Benz. Vans born to run. Offer founded only to qualified customers for purchase or lease of eligible 2016 Mercedes-Benz Metris vans. Cashback only available on the purchase or lease of a 2016 Metris van from new dealer stock. See your authorized Mercedes-Benz vans dealer or mbvans.com website for full offer details. Offer ends August 31st, 2016. Safety. If you know me, you know how seriously I take it. I live, eat, and breathe safety. In fact, safety is my middle name. I went to the DMV and changed it last week. First name, Mr., middle name, safety, last name, exclamation point. When it comes to safety, Granger's got my back. They've got over 100,000 safety products. Granger helps keep our facility safe and our people safer. Call, click Granger.com slash safety or stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. It's Doug and Jennifer and Victoria with the news from Mylan Drugs. You'll remember yesterday and this week, actually the last couple of weeks, uh, people have been talking about the severe price hikes for the EpiPen. Sure. Now, good guys that they are, they announced yesterday, to great fanfare, okay. Whoa. <laughs> That was, gonna now, that was a loud quack. That was loud. We're going to now charge $300 for what we used to charge $100 for instead of 600 So right away, dear heroes. You know how many times this is really clever on their part? This, I think, was – this is no accident. This is not – they got bad PR. Oh, really? Did they – They get the, the person that runs the company uh, took it in the chin for a couple of days for her $18 million bonus, and yada, yada, yada. So what sort of clever person do we have here? We have a person who says, all right, we'll take care of this. Listen, we're going to up the price six times, and then we'll cut it back so that it's um, half. We'll look like the good guys, even though by then we'll be making three times as much instead of six times as much, because we were never going to make six times as much anyway. But this makes three times as much look better. Follow my thinking? Yes. Follow him? Follow me? So the drug company... Is, uh, is doubling eligibility for patient assistant programs, um, which means if you don't have if you don't have any money, you've got insurance, but you can't pay anything else, they give it to you for whatever the insurance uh, pays you. Um, and let's see, you um, the, most of the people that are in the program are in the federal poverty program or at the poverty level. A family making uh, ninety seven thousand dollars a year would pay nothing out of pocket for the EpiPen auto injector. Whatever that is, what's that? What is it? you wear it under your skin and it automatically gives you this stuff? What is? How does that work? No, the EpiPen is just that's the you stick it in your thigh. Yeah, but it, what's an auto injector? Well, auto it, it, it injects the it thing itself. That puts it in you. Yeah, yeah. so you it's, stick it's the thing in the and it gives it, you don't have to push a, right. a plunger. Right. Uh, you don't have insane. to inject it like a needle yourself, like a syringe. You just stick the whole device on your thigh and then it does it. Right. It's called an auto injector. I heard that. <laughs> well, you know, I'm what's saying. it called? Oh, auto injector? Yes, oh. right, exactly. Made by Elon Musk. <laughs> 21 <laughs> after the hour.
Rev it up and bury the needle at Victory Motorcycles Redline Sales Event. Get rebates up to $2,500 or payments as low as $99 a month on a new V-twin-powered Victory Motorcycle. Now is the time to own the big-wheeled Magnum Bagger or the liquid-cooled Octane, the most powerful Victory ever built. Offers valid in the U.S. and Canada, subject to credit approval, and valid on new 2014 through 2016 models and on 2017 Victory Octanes. Good through 831.16. Certain restrictions and exclusions apply. See dealer for details. Grandmothers in the future may very well say, a smartphone means a lazy brain. I'm Dr. Borenstein, and this is Dr. Beyond Call. Scientists are closely studying the impact smartphones have on your daily life. Sadly, they are finding that these devices are slowly taking over our ability to think for ourselves. There are two types of thinking, intuitive and analytic. Analytical thinkers work harder at problems, using brain power to seek logical solutions. Intuitive thinkers rely more on outside help like smartphones, to find information they may otherwise have figured out on their own. Our brains naturally tend towards mental shortcuts, so having your Android or iPhone handy can be a bit too enticing. This is a bad thing. When you replace thinking with a prosthetic brain, over-relying on simplified problem-solving, well, as grandmother might have said, you use it or lose it. Look out in the street there. You know what you don't see? My car because I had to sell it to pay the lawyer I hired when I got busted for drunk driving. Know what else you don't see? My girlfriend, who decided that a guy with no car and no license and no money was no fun. And hey, you know what else you don't see? You don't see me leaving for work in the morning because I missed so much time with court and everything that I got fired. Drive sober or get pulled over. Paid for by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Listening to On Air with Doug, Jen, and Victoria. It's Throwback Thursday. That is, we go back to uh, this week in a recent year for a review of the top five songs. So we picked 2010 as the uh, week, uh, as the year for this week, last week of August 2010, number five song belonged to Travi McCoy. Uh, what is this? Oh, Bruno Mars is singing yep. with Travi McCoy. The song is called Billionaire. Number four from this week in 2010 belongs to Katy Perry. We'll be young Pretty good pop song. Called Teenage Dream. This is the kind of Katy Perry that I love. Yeah, that's yeah. a good pop song. Yeah. Yeah. Teenage Dreams. Ah, yes. We all remember them well. Number three this week belongs to uh, Rihanna and Eminem. Love the way you lie. I expect this is not about how you lie down on the couch. Am I right? No, what? No car. <laughs> right, leave me alone on this. I don't know where to go with it. Okay. I guess I got <laughs> dangle, my, dangle, I, dangle, dangle. I got the message. Maybe that's. Uh, <clears throat> maybe I was right. Okay. I think that's the last song Eminem has done, right? Really. I don't recall him doing anything since 2010. I don't think so. Do you have the hots for her? Just make Doesn't everyone? But for Rihanna, I don't. <laughs> okay, well, you don't, but... Uh, but I'm unusual, I know. Yes, you are unusual. Right. <laughs> That's number three. Number two belongs to Taylor Swift. Obviously. I, I've lost my enthusiasm for her. I used to be really a big fan of how she lived, and now I think I find her self-serving beyond yes. what's acceptable. Well, 
Her music is still pretty good, though. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. You are not you are not unusual in this instance. A lot of people are just really over it now yeah, with her. Right. Don't with her. All right, so Bruno Mars song, was a big hit. shows up twice on the uh, countdown, but this week in 2010, he was on with the uh, Travi McCoy tune, and now he's on his own with the number one song. Just the way you are. Everybody remembers this song. Crack it up, Derek. Yeah. Probably 30, right? Uh, I feel like he's not 30 yet. Well, maybe he is 30 by now, yeah. So what's his nationality? What kind, of a, what kind of a name? Is this his real name, Bruno Mars? No. His <laughs> real name. Why are you laughing? <laughs> well, from Joe Jupiter over here, I would think it's probably a fake one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He is 30 now. You're, you are Wait correct. Wait a minute. That could be a real name, Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars, really? Yeah, of course it could. Why would you okay. think it might not be a real name? I would never. It would never occur to me that it was a real name. Really? His, his name no. is Peter Hernandez. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> He's <laughs> from Hawaii. So why are you Hawaii. laughing at me? I think that was a legitimate question. Why did you I laugh? Mean, I'm with Jen on this. Of all I know, you're both of, laughing of at pop me. stars like yeah. that might <laughs> this be is fake. Go, huh? Yeah, that would. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like I would never laugh at you for saying, "Oh, you know, Katy Perry," because that's a normal name, but Bruno right. Mars. And Katy Perry's name is fake, right? But all I the think names it around is, yeah. today, yeah. like apple and orange and banana, any name is possible to be real. All right, you're dismissed. <laughs> Twenty-eight past the hour. If you run a business, plumbing, HVAC, or construction, you know that some bands are too small, others too big. That's where the Mercedes-Benz Metris comes in. With unmatched safety features, a 2,500 two-pound payload, and enough cargo space to hold over 60 sheets of 4x8 drywall, it's big enough for the job. Yet it's small enough to fit in your garage. It has a service interval of up to 15,000 miles and the highest residual value in its class, according to ALG. During the Metris Summer Savings Event, save $3,000 on all 2016 Mercedes-Benz Metris models. Mercedes-Benz. Vans born to run. Offer found only to qualified customers for purchase or lease of eligible 2016 Mercedes-Benz Metris vans. Cashback only available on the purchase or lease of a 2016 Metris van from new dealer stock. See your authorized Mercedes-Benz vans dealer or mbvans.com website for full offer details. Offer ends August 31st, 2016. Plan your dive and dive your plan. I'm Greg the Dive Master, and I'll tell you how this simple rule can make the difference between a great dive and a not-so-great dive. This scuba tip is brought to you by Dan, Divers Alert Network. Dan helps divers in need of medical emergency assistance with the Dan Hotline and is the most recognized and trusted organization worldwide in the fields of dive safety and emergency services, health, research, and education. Join Dan today by going to dan.org. Dan, your dive safety association. Proper dive planning is essential. Pick a dive site within the experience level of you and your buddy. Decide on the objective of the dive. Set a depth limit in time. Identify entry and exit points. And make sure you have a current emergency action plan. Finally, complete a pre-dive safety check and confirm your dive plan with your buddy. Dive into Dan.org for more info and to Scuba Radio to get the urge to submerge. You're listening to On Air with Doug, Jen, and Victoria. Hey, it's a Butterfinger peanut butter cup. Yeah, kind of a square though, right? Sure, square on the outside, but bold on the inside thanks to smooth peanut butter with crispity, crunchity bits of Butterfinger. Ah, it's so bold it defies physics by being smooth and crunchy. So bold it started a peanut butter cup revolution. So bold it broke the internet with a pick of its cup. So bold Can it we like... just eat one? That's bold. Smooth and crunchy Butterfinger peanut butter cups. Bolder than bold. 
Being there matters. And your United States Navy protects and defends America on the world's oceans. Around the globe, around the clock, Navy ships, submarines, aircraft, and most importantly, tens of thousands of America's finest young men and women are ready to defend America. When piracy threatens global commerce, when disaster strikes, or when called upon by the commander-in-chief, your Navy is there. When it comes to protecting and defending America, being there matters. And America's Navy is already there. 60 Seconds to a Better Life. You're listening to Doing What Works with host Maureen Anderson. Executive coach Marshall Goldsmith has some advice for young people. Mind your own business. Live your own life. People spend so much time in vicarious living. You know, my neighbor in New York was Lindsay Lohan. How many millions of hours were spent people reading about Lindsay Lohan and Lindsay got drunk and she had a car wreck? And to the degree you can get young people to focus on, what do I want to become? Who do I want to be? How can I live my own life and not get lost in the lives of movie stars, athletes, gossip? Maureen's no dummy, and neither are her guests on Doing What Works. It's her goal to find people who are energetic, fun, and who know how to provide answers to life's problem areas. We're glad you could join us today. You can also find Doing What Works online at MaureenAnderson.com. Why does Exxon and Mobil's new Synergy gasoline have seven ingredients? Is it because seven is a lucky number? Or because there's seven wonders of the world? Or because one time I ate seven cheesesteaks? No, it's because seven is the precise number of ingredients engineered by a team of really, really smart scientists that helps you get better gas mileage. Mystery solved. Exxon and Mobil. Energy lives here. Fuel economy claims are compared with gasoline meeting minimum government standards. Results will vary. Visit exxon.com or mobile.com for details. Progressive brings you Flowetry with Flow. Reflection on the letter V. The best things in life are Vs, RVs, ATVs, SUVs, V. Making things soar in the outdoors, never bored, saving money because I bundled the policies. Victory! Like beating Vikings at volleyball on a volcano. Try not to fall. Bundle your outdoor vehicles and save with Progressive. Visit Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states. And now, the Lens of Liberty. Here's Helen Kriebel. My home county has a thick notebook called the General Erosion and Sediment Control Plan, which supposedly dictates how all new construction should handle water runoff. But not all new construction causes erosion. We were actually required by these rules to cut the roots of an entire row of trees and place plastic erosion fencing in the ground. First, there was no erosion there at all. And second, had there been, trees are nature's most perfect way to control it. Instead of relying on thick notebooks of regulations, we ought to look through the lens of liberty and remember that every situation is different. Instead of applying punitive and costly government rules, we need to apply common sense. Go to lensofliberty.org. You won't believe what you hear. Listening to On Air with Doug, Jen, and Victoria. Jen and Victoria on the air. Focus on schools, as uh, this is the first full week for a lot of schools. Next week is, week after that, next two or three weeks. Lots of conversation. Too bad we don't carry these conversations on during the entire school year, because most of them are worth uh, consideration. Uh, Latest from California today about teachers' unions, who uh, are celebrating because the state's highest court yesterday, apparently Jennifer, refused to review a case that threatened their job protections. Yeah, we need to have job 
protection laws for people like the guy who put his sperm in the brownies uh, in the junior high school. Ugh. And he his job was protected by the union. And they said, oh, he's a terrible guy, but we have to do it because that's what our contract says. You know. uh, so this has upheld the jobs for guys like that. It's so silly. I, my mom, if you don't know, my mom was a teacher for 30 years with the L.A. Unified School District. She just retired. And the story came out. And as part of another radio show that I was doing, I was asked what the tenure amount of like what the amount of time is before you're tenured in as a teacher with the L.A. Unified School District. Mm-hmm. So I call up my mom and she's like, tenure. What is that? It's almost like the unions have trained teachers to go tenure. There's no such thing as tenure. What are you talking about? Well, my mom finally did a little research and after only four years, you're eligible to be tenured in. Right. And, you know, yes, there are, you do want to have some protection for teachers, but more importantly, I think tenure, and I'd be curious to know what you guys think, especially as people who want to have kids, or maybe we can hear from some parents out there. To me, tenure not only protects bad teachers, but it also doesn't allow rewarding of good teachers. It sort of just keeps everybody in one class. Right. Right. And for me, I would rather, if teachers are doing a stellar job, that's how they should be getting raises. That's how they should be getting more money or or incentives, whatever it is. And it just, it seems like it does a disservice. And I I don't know why the unions are so steadfast. I mean, I guess they're trying to fight. Because it protects their status quo. Right, and it also protects their longevity because we know that they've really become more of just a political negotiating arm. But, yeah, I mean, if if someone who wants to have kids and who looks at kids going through the school system, I would want teachers to be rewarded, and tenure just doesn't allow that. I would definitely. I I agree. I remember one of my most frustrating experiences in high school was my very first French class, the very basic one that kind of is your foundation from everything after that. Yeah, well, our teacher was a French and Spanish teacher for French and Spanish 1, and she couldn't pronounce anything correctly. She pronounced everything wrong. She didn't teach us any of the basics. And we didn't know this until we went on to the higher level classes and well, realized you're screwed. Well, she's tenured and right. she'd been there forever. And why she'd been there forever and hadn't been fired and why she was tenured, I don't know. But it was essentially well, because impossible. That's the way it works. Yeah. When I was a teacher, and uh, you got three years. But I, but I mean, like, why? And you got tenure. Yeah. For no good reason. Three years. Other than you were there so, for three right. years. Just because you, you toughed it out. And, <laughs> and even yeah. if you prove yourself to be a terrible teacher after that, it yep. doesn't matter. And, and it's frustrating to them. I'm sure it must be frustrating to the other teachers who are doing a great job and to the students who are actually trying to learn something. Right. Well, and, and I, also. I get, go ahead. Oh, sorry, Victoria. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I get frustrated. I know, Jen, your mom is is still inspiring students, and you, you said someone recently even mentioned her on a radio show, Colin. Mm-hmm. And, 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 that, and there are so many great teachers, but there are also so many bad teachers who literally get out of college and go, I don't know what I want to do, so I guess I'll just teach. Yep. And I think that we need to change the conversation so that people always say, well, you know, you could always be a teacher. Everyone yeah. says that, and I've heard that my whole life, and that should not be the case. We should run those that can't do teach. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I don't even think that that's true. I think there are a lot of people who, I mean, it's not like you enter the teaching profession for glamour and tons of money, right? I believe right. that the heart of most people that go into teaching is to do some good. But at the end, even my mom acknowledges this. After you're hitting the 20, 25, 30-year mark, and kids are how they are these days. I mean, they're a pain in the rear end. <laughs> A lot of some, teachers, not all of, them, not all of them, but there's an attitude. Too many of them, yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's this dialing out. So, you know, just kind of dialing it in and they kind of just phase out a little bit. And towards the last five years of their teaching career, they might just be coasting towards retirement. And they're not going to get fired for that. And that's a bummer. A lot of the new teachers want to come in and they can't get hired because these old teachers are still kind of hanging in, waiting till they get to their markers. So they get a good amount of money to retire with. Pay them off and get rid of them. The bad teachers in California... In order to get rid of them, the average cost to dismiss a tenured teacher is $450,000 in legal wow. fees for the district to get rid of somebody who's incompetent. So so and, obviously and, that's never – unless someone – well, I was going to say, unless someone's doing something really horrible. Well, the guy with the sperm, I mean, that's as bad as it gets pretty much besides, yeah, you know – He was on sex paid leave. Yeah, I was going to say though. beyond yeah, – yeah, I mean right. – He was on paid leave for years, that guy. Yeah. So – Here's a judge declaring the tenure practices deprive students of the right to an education. That was the court case that that the student group Student Matters uh, won a couple of years ago. 
But now in the appeals case, the California decision has been reversed. And so now there's a review of the reversal and the teachers union says it's not the law that is the problem. Poor practices by local administrators. Well, you can. uh, Yeah, you can. I think you can. The administrators don't want to get into it because it's uh, it's time consuming and it requires some work. So you just let things slide. And this happens, by the way, all around. It's not just public school education. It's at the college level where there is a <clears throat> interesting, I, if you'll pardon the personal um, reference. Yesterday I was talking to my daughter, uh, who along with her husband are both uh, professors at UCLA in Los Angeles. And I'm very proud of what she has done and what she's accomplished. She taught in a school, a private school in New York, and then went to Los Angeles, taught private school there for seven or eight years. And now she's at UCLA. And she didn't want to and specifically said to the department chair, I do not want to be on the tenure track for a number of reasons, mostly because I want to be able to set my schedule so that my husband and I can take care of our child without outside help. Uh, But also it requires you to publish and it requires you to do a lot of research and things that don't always, the way the tradition has been set up, it's good for the educational institution to have all of these profs that have books galore and research galore. But what does it do for the students? And so Megan says it doesn't, My in my estimation, if I were to write or do research, it isn't going to help the students get better education, the ones that I have. I want to focus on what we're doing in class. Uh, so as a result of that, uh, the head of the department yesterday said to her, Uh, that we are are going to... It's funny how they do this. They have various levels, Jennifer, of of, of profs. They have an adjunct, and then they have uh, assistant professor, and they have associate professor, and they have full professor. And you don't usually get to full professorship until you have tenure, and then sometimes even long after that. But Megan says, all I want to do is teach because that's what I feel. I love doing it, and the reward for me is doing a good job. Or actually... I say this very lovingly. If you were to look at my daughter's Facebook page, you would see that it is populated. Jennifer, you're friends with Megan. Uh, You see that it's populated with two things. Pictures of Miles. (laughs) Your grandson. (laughs) My grandson. And uh, comments from Megan's students about what's going on in class and what they're getting out of her class. And she never tells me that. I just see it. I look at the postings on her Facebook page. So there is... The people who are conscious, and maybe this is what's coming along. I'm not sure about the younger profs. Megan's in her 40s, so maybe there's a different point of view. Uh, But the group that she's with all believe the same thing. They don't want to have, they they feel that if you can't do the job, you shouldn't be there. And so we don't want protection from, uh, you know, by having tenure. We want protection by doing a good job. Now, where is that? Is that the antithesis of thinking today when it comes to work because people who don't want to do their work? Or is it a refreshing sign of things maybe changing because we had a period of time? A lot of people my age uh, couldn't wait to retire because they didn't like what they were doing or they milked the system. I was I passed a guy. I almost stopped and talked to him yesterday. Uh, he's my FedEx guy, delivery guy. And he's about my age. Been working for FedEx. He, he retired from some job when he was in his 50s, went to work for FedEx. And so it gets close to 4 o'clock. And he, instead of going back and getting more stuff to deliver, he sits beside of the road and kills a half hour because wow. he doesn't want to go back to the FedEx office, get more packages, and bring them out. Oh, and and to me, that is such a waste. How do people think like that? Or why do they? Well, I know boring. people do. That's horrible. I mean, what are you doing with your life? Well, I don't want to work anymore. I don't want to go in and have them send me out because that would mean I'd have to... I'd have to work more. I, they pay him overtime, time and a half, after 4 o'clock. He still doesn't want to do it. Yeah. So it, and so I felt like stopping and saying to him, why are you sitting here, Fred? But I didn't. What do you think his answer is going to be? <laughs> I don't know. Well, I mean, my, my boyfriend's dad was a manager at FedEx for years and ran all of their shipping and stuff. And he said that there are so many claims every year that FedEx has to just write off because – delivery guys just don't deliver the packages because yeah. it's either in you know inconvenient or or yeah. whatever or they, they don't take wanna. them or yeah and that's a very heavily uni- the reason i bring it up is because as a comparative it's a very yeah. heavily unionized country, a country. yes very yeah. heavily unionized mm-hmm. and these people get away with a lot of stuff because they know they're not going to get canned 
Exactly. So the point is that unionism doesn't foster creativity. It doesn't foster loyalty. It doesn't foster uh, the work ethic that's necessary. I mean, you look at how successful FedEx is, and you think, how much more successful would they be if, if many more of their employees gave a damn? And that goes for teaching. I think it goes for anything, doesn't it? I mean, mm-hmm. look at the situation here with me and my my little radio program that's about to go into its 29th year. Uh, without Jennifer and Victoria and Kara to care about what goes on, they could show up. And they're all professionals. They could do, you know, they could get by. Uh, but, uh, well, frankly, I wouldn't allow them to just get by. But I don't have to say that to them because they all have the right motivation because they're inspired by each other. They all have, all of the people, fortunately, that I've been able to put together here are all people that work well with each other. And I think that's part of the key. If you have a rat in the group that sort of spoils the old business about one bad apple, that will spoil it for a lot of other. Well, he's not doing anything, so why should I? You know, there's a, there's a certain... It's a cancer. Inspiration, yeah. exactly. There's a certain uh, sort of, uh, I don't know, it's, 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 it's not something that you can touch, but there's an attitude uh, that comes... Uh, with uh, doing a good job. And one of the things that I have been reading about lately in my uh, part of my uh, getting out of my old pattern stuff that I'm working on is um, I've been great through my life at saying I was sorry for doing things that weren't that I might not have done or probably shouldn't have done, whatever they are. But I'm not good at thank you. And I realized it was because I grew up in, a, in an atmosphere where my father never said thank you. Never congratulated, never said you've done a good job. It was always, if you don't do a good job, you're going to be taken to the woodshed. And if you do a good job, well, you know you've done a good job. So, <laughs> But there's a cycle. of It's overdone in some circumstances where you see those bumper stickers, I'm the proud parent of an eighth-grade honor student from Mofuski Junior High School. That's mm-hmm. meaningless. It doesn't, that doesn't do anything in my well, opinion. Well, maybe it means something to the kid. Eh, it does. I think if you do a good job... And you and you individually a paper that's good. Or when we have a good day um, here on the radio program, we all know when we have some days are good, some days are better. And when we have it, we sort of all we don't even necessarily have to say it to each other, but we feel it. It feels and good. And we sure. we like it. It feels good. Yes, it does feel good when you do a good job. Uh, and sometimes that's more important than pay. I mean, it's important to get paid. But um, when I don't have any money to pay, then I'll tell you you're doing a good job and hope that that's... <laughs> we'll be paid in hugs or something. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's so new age. Hugs and, yeah, right. hugs and kisses. I know what I'll do. I'll send you Warren Eckstein's Hugs and Kisses Vitamins for your dog and cat. That's what... Hey, I'm going to pay you off in hugs and in kisses. In dog treats. Can I do use you them like for this? something else? I don't have a dog or a cat. Oh, well, maybe you should get one. <laughs> it's uh, 11 before the hour. The Safety Oath. Repeat after me. I will safely bring safety to my facility and keep it safe. I will safely keep my people safe. I will put safety first in everything I do, and I will safely do so with Granger. When you think safety, think Granger. Granger's got over 100,000 safety products to help keep our facility safe and our people safer. When it comes to safety, Granger's got your back. Call clickgranger.com slash safety or stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Burger King presents... Breakfast stories. Today's story, Marty and the two for $4 croissant. Yeah, I go to Burger King. They got that uh, croissant deal, two for $4. It's wicked good with the sausage, dude. And two for $4? That is a huge bargain. Huge. <laughs> well said, Marty. Tasty, savory, sausage on a flaky croissant. Hey, this is not breakfast. This is a Burger King breakfast. Get two croissant sandwiches now for just $4. Only at Burger King. Price of participation vary. the globe, a child goes blind every five seconds. We live in a culture saturated with visual cues, but for some, the world is a blur. Since 1997, the Little Rock Foundation has been leading innovative social programs, advancing legislation, and providing information and education to those affected by visual impairment. Gain the resources you need or make a donation today to the Little Rock Foundation. 
Find us on the web at tlrf.org. You can make a difference. Cancer is the number one cause of death by disease for children in the U.S. today. Since the Austin Hatcher Foundation's birth in 2006, it has grown to provide unique programs to help the children and the families affected by pediatric cancer. Support begins at the time of diagnosis and continues throughout survivorship at no cost to families. Lives touched by the foundation continue to rise each day. But we need your help. Donate, volunteer, or partner with the Austin Hatcher Foundation. Learn how you can get involved. Visit HatcherFoundation.org for more information. Attention listeners of this station, do you owe money to the IRS or have years of unfiled returns? Are you being audited? Are you receiving threatening letters? If the answer is yes, you need help. Be aware that the IRS has the ability to seize your property and assets, impose fines and penalties, garnish your wages, and even go after your pension, social security check, or bank account. Don't let that happen to you. Don't let the IRS destroy your life. Take action now. Call 800-245-4384 and talk with our professional team to get your free and confidential evaluation. Special programs are available to resolve your IRS debt and give you the second chance and fresh start you're entitled to and deserve. Don't take on the IRS by yourself. You need help. You need a team that's on your side. Experts who will work with the IRS to stop the threatening letters, negotiate a resolution, and make the nightmare go away. We have helped thousands. Let us help you. Call now for your free and confidential evaluation. 800-245-4384. 800-245-4384. 800-245-4384. The Covercraft products you know and trust are now available directly to you at Covercraft.com. You'll find custom car covers manufactured with high-performance fabrics, Carhartt seat covers in new Realtree camo patterns, dash mat dashboard covers, Colgan custom bras, specialty protection products from Canine Covers, and a whole bunch more. Be sure to use the code DRIVE at checkout to receive free shipping in the continental U.S. Get protection for whatever you drive at Covercraft.com. The Dodge Brothers weren't big on self-restraint, and thank goodness for that. Because when you're always pushing the limits, you engineer cars like the available 370-horsepower Dodge Charger with a Torque Flight 8-speed automatic transmission. It's why Dodge is the only brand that grows as fast as it drives. One drive and you'll discover why Dodge is America's fastest-growing performance brand. Data is calculated using the latest available year-over-year retail vehicle registrations. Dodge is a registered trademark of FCA US LLC. Jen and Victoria. This is perfect chucker stuff because he loves these weird guys like Tim Burton who's off his rocker. <laughs> this is music from Beetlejuice, which actually, uh, even though uh, it wasn't, it's not my cup of tea, the fact that it had uh, Michael Keaton uh, playing yet another crazy, wonderful role uh, shows you I have great respect for Keaton. I think he is a fabulous actor. Look at how I many different creatures he's created. Uh, as an actor, and he's done... I'll, I'll tell you a quick story. When they did that film uh, in 1988, Michael Keaton's role actually was a lot smaller in the original script, was but the, da- the dailies were so good that they kept expanding his role. And, uh, you know, the weird thing about Tim Burton, I- I'm a fan, although he's had some big misfires. Today's Tim Burton's birthday, that's what we're talking yeah, about. Yes, he turned uh, 58 years old, but I remember seeing Beetlejuice on a Friday afternoon. I went by myself, because I was a Michael Keaton fan. I wasn't that familiar with Tim Burton, because I never actually saw Pee-wee's Big Adventure in a Movie Theater back in 85, which is his first theatrical directorial film. But uh, after I watched Beetlejuice, I knew I, I liked a lot of it, but I was very mixed on it. But I was so intrigued, I went to see it again and wound up seeing it eight more times wow. in the theater for a total of nine. Uh, and then I became a big Tim Burton fan. He got Batman in 89, which really changed the way uh, movies are marketed today. Um, I'm a fan of, of a lot of his films. Edward Scissorhands would be my favorite. But having said that, I think his career took a slight turn because he was absolutely the wrong director to helm the Planet of the Apes remake in 2001. Um, and then I didn't like it. He's on all that weird stuff with either. Johnny Depp 
you know, that Alice in Wonderland thing and whatever. He's done, what, three or four? Didn't he do uh, He's done Willy a lot. Wonka? He's done, uh, Ed, Ed Wood with Johnny Depp, which was a great movie. Edward Scissorhands. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sleepy Hollow, which I thought was a really good movie also. I love and, Sleepy Hollow. But, but uh, Alice in Wonderland <laughs> rode the wave of the Avatar 3D wave and made a billion dollars worldwide, even though it is no. not Did it really? a good movie. Woo! It made that kind of Alice in Wonderland made that kind yeah, of. Yeah, what dough? happened is because Avatar made Good was God. the first three D release. Yeah. Uh, with James Cameron's new technology, and then a- Alice in Wonderland was the second three D release over at Disney, and people just wanted to see three D. So even though it really wasn't a very good movie, it made a fortune. That film. Wow. I, I saw that know. in the movie theater in three D, and mm-hmm. I didn't think it was a great movie, but you know, mm-hmm. I still I love Alice in Wonderland anyway. So, and I like Johnny Depp as the Mad Hatter. So it was okay. Who, okay good, good question. Who here likes three D? I, I do not. That's a good question for uh, Twitter. Why don't you post that Twitter at Today yeah. Show? Who likes using? Uh, I don't like it at all. I find. And who? I actually, I will avoid if I'm going to the theater. I'll check the times to make sure that the, the screening I, I want to see it in is 2D. Yeah, I just don't like 3D. Yeah, I'm with you. All right, we'll post that question. Meanwhile, Chucker has some more movie news for us in a moment here. Control, this is QL1. Everything looks good on my end. Prepping for liftoff. Over. One more thing, QL1. What's that, Control? You've been talking a lot about Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans lately. What would you say is the best reason to use it? Well, it's completely online. It's easy to use. You can get approved in minutes. It's convenient. You can share your pay stubs and bank statements at the touch of a button so you get real numbers, not estimates. And Hey, uh, QL1, I asked for the best reason. Yeah, go ahead and pick one. Anyone. That's tough. They all sound great. I think you're finally getting it, Control. Three, two... Why? Rocket Mortgage at QuickenLoans.com. Push button. Get mortgage. Rocket. Visit for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSConsumeraccess.org number 3030. Hi, Chucker. What's in the movie news bag today? This is an interesting one that uh, broke uh, last night. Pre-production on uh, the sixth installment in the very popular Mission Impossible franchise mm-hmm. has been uh, stopped by uh, Paramount due to a uh, contract money dispute with actor Tom Cruise. Now, I'm sure they're going to back up the truck and unload anything he of wants they are. to do it. But I'm curious what he wants. I'm sure he wants probably... Twenty-five million plus some profit participation. Yeah, twenty twenty-five uh, up front, and figure it out so you get another twenty twenty-five at the other end. That's pretty good work if you can get it. I'm going to yeah, go for a job. Well, like isn't that, that the tomorrow. deal that uh, Robert Downey has? Is more or less the same thing. He's got a great deal with uh, playing Iron Man in the uh, in the uh, Marvel. And, uh, and did was Affleck smart enough to build that into his Batman deal? I, I don't think? think he has a deal as lucrative, but he's now um, one of the executive producers. Yeah, uh, that's how they the pay him. Cut with when, Justice League, so he's got a great deal. Yeah, when you look at the credits, when you see yeah. executive producer, that means they're getting it on the back end. That's all that means. Yeah, but there's, right. there's different terminologies for exec. Some are more powerful than other, others, yeah. though. Well, Cruz would be in that Absolutely. circumstance. Yeah, right. Uh, Always fun, Eddie, Doug. You had a good time here today, John? Yeah, I did. I really did. Thanks. Right, I'm glad. Will you come back tomorrow? Uh, I will. Good. Thank you. <laughs> Chuck Curry, 59 past the hour. Hey, it's Alan Taylor here. I want to tell you about a brand new video series I'm co-hosting with my buddy Scott Duffy. It's called Business and Burgers, presented by Microsoft. The show travels across the United States, and we're in search of the best burger in America and a side of great business advice, too. Business, sports, celebrities, and food collide in an interview-style format with noteworthy entrepreneur guests sharing the secret sauce that it took to build prosperous, game-changing companies. Follow us online on YouTube, social media, and at businessandburgers.com. Go check out our new video. It's up right now. Hey, it's Alan Taylor. Are you looking for an opportunity to buy a franchise, one that you can really wrap your arms around? Crunch Fitness is really a great opportunity for you. Now, here's a fitness company that's about 10 bucks a month to join. So even if you just want to join, it's a great deal. You want to check it out because I have been personally watching this company grow like crazy. Visit them online at crunchfranchise.com and be in business for yourself, but not by yourself, and have fun doing it. You're listening to On Air with Doug, Jen, and Victoria. 